0: Hello, Matthew Grant here, your host and partner at INSTEC London. Did you see our podcast leaderboard this week? Some great new entries racing up the rankings and a bit of a shakeup over the last quarter. But if you're a regular listener, then thanks for listening into so many episodes. And of course, if you don't nurse that well, then please do take a look at the back catalogue. There is something for everyone from the last two years. Now, if you've been following the news of insurance IPOs this week, this is most definitely a good time to be talking about marketing. Lemonade launched at $29 last week and by early this week was at over $80. Now, whether you think that's completely wacky or a great day for InsurTech, at least I'm sure you'll agree that it's refreshing to have something new to talk about other than Brexit, pandemic, or US politics. It's fitting, therefore, that this week's guest has deep experience in marketing and has brought her skills to insurance. Leanne Trance is VP of marketing at technology platform Novidea. She left the world of advertising to help Novadea spread the word. And I've got to know Leanne well over the last couple of years. So I wanted to find out what can insurance learn about marketing from other industries? Now, I'm sure most of you won't have a budget of $100 million to spend, but if you do, please do let us know, Uh, like Lemonade. But whatever your stage, role, all sorts of funds, I'm sure you'll find something useful here. Well, Leanne, it's wonderful to have you on the podcast. You are a Novadare, a big supporter of Instead London, and we really appreciate that. But I, I thought it'd be, be interesting both to learn a little bit more about Novadare, but also particularly just given your role as VP of marketing and having come into insurance, but also worked at PwC. And I see you also started your career as a programmer. Just learn a little bit about uh, you know how you think about marketing when you're marketing. To insurance companies. So yeah, so welcome to the InState London podcast.
1: Thanks, Matthew. It's uh, good to be here. Thanks for having me. So I think firstly, a little bit uh, really about uh, Novadea. Novadea is really about changing the way people work. Um, We're a global broker management platform. A typical broker today uses a system of record and place to key in information and generate invoices, make renewals. So Novadeo developed an end-to-end broker platform, all built on the cloud, on Salesforce, and we basically give brokers and MGAs a single place to do their business.
0: Now, you launched the broker platform in 2013, so you sort of arrived uh, just at the beginning of this whole InsurTech concept. How how do you think of that when you think about what you're offering with Novadeo?
1: Yeah, we have, we've spoken about this quite a bit, in fact. I think you can actually look at it in two ways. I think on the one hand, the answer is yes, um, we are an insurtech. I mean, if you look at the positive connotations of an insurtech company, I think brings to mind innovation and game-changing, agile. Those, those are some of the words I think about. And on the other hand, insurtech also has negative connotations associated with it. So, you know, the startup, the lot of risk. Uh, here today, gone tomorrow. Um, not a pre- pr- not a proven solution. So, in my mind, novadea is not a startup. Or maybe we can say we are a startup that didn't just start up. You know, we have big technology. We built on Salesforce. We actually a major player. We have 90 customers in 20 countries and a list of notable global brokers like Hyperion. And we have uh, seven years of proven experience. So. I would say that we have the innovation and pace of an insure tech, but on the other hand, we have the stability and proven capability of a major player in the insurance industry.
0: Yeah, certainly a lot to be said, particularly at these times for having real clients and, and real revenue and also, of course, that global coverage, because although the company is based in Israel, you've got a pretty strong presence in the UK and the US and, and also the rest of the world, don't you?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we started, you know, the relationship, for example, with with Hyperion started early on in Israel, but have continued to grow across EMEA and APAC over the last seven years. Today, I think we have Hyperion implemented Novadea in 16 countries, and we recently added another three European countries to the list in the last month. Having them as a testimonial to how we've changed their business, you know, really makes it easy for me when it comes to marketing. Also, we recently signed a deal with SRG, uh, Miles, Miles Smith, in London. And we've got, uh, we're just kicking off a big project with a large broker that's in uh, three different countries. So, yes, you know, our pipeline looks great.
0: Oh, well, it's excellent. Well, it's, it's a good link into the question about from your own personal point of view. Uh, I mean, it's always interesting knowing what brought people into insurance, particularly people who've done some pretty interesting careers outside of it. So for you personally, what, what made you make the switch or what gave you the, the sort of motivation to get involved in, a, in an insurance company when I assume you could have had choices of all sorts of different things to go and apply your marketing skills to?
1: <laughs> so I never really planned to go into insurance, but uh, I was uh, introduced to Novadea after coming out of Airtech for eight years, which was very fast, dynamic, new industry. We did global rebrands. We built up a great thought leadership uh, segment. We were doing loads of uh, benchmarking and research papers and things like that, and, and, and really having to push the envelope because my prospects and customers were creative agencies and media agencies, so all these crazy young people with colored hair and piercings. It wasn't just about doing the same old and really having to think outside of the box and push push the envelope. So we, we it was very exciting, very cool, very sexy. And then suddenly, you know, I came into this uh, insurance industry as an opportunity and saw where had it been for the last, what, 30, 40 years, how not much has really changed in all that time. And, and But on the brink of going through a major you know, transformation and disintermediation on the B2C side. So for me, it seemed like a perfect opportunity to take this and bring my learning to an industry that's really steeped so much in the past with not much innovation and breathing life, I suppose, into a a little bit of a stagnant industry.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the state-of-the-art for insurance marketing is somewhat limited i don't know if you get these over in israel but in the uk you know sort of high points seem to be meerkats and opera singers so i think there's lots of scope particularly to start looking into more technology companies marketing or some of the different types of insurance companies so are there any examples of where you've brought over some ideas from ad tech that you're starting to apply to the marketing you're doing for novodea
1: well, there's some of it that's pre-COVID and then post-COVID and, you know, up until two months ago and a lot in the UK was all around personal relationships and networks. And, you know, so when I came on and, and started realizing that uh, people, everyone knows everyone, um, and just being able to leverage, you know, the subject matter experts and the networks that were already out there that existed, like like Instech London, for example, you know, But then being able to bring real life examples from customers, it was all in the old days, the traditional outbound, the printing, a product sheet, a, a case study, a research note. And I think now what we're doing more and more is really to bring the visual side into it and, uh, and break through into what we see digital marketing and the world of automation, much more engagement with the right content to the right people at the right time. And uh, we've been running what's uh, now a whole new marketing ballgame, account-based marketing. So, um, you know, taking LinkedIn ads, for example, and being able to target specific individuals in specific companies with profiles, and then taking them through a very robust cross-channel journey, you know, where you're using social, you're using your blogs, you're using your emails. You're generating, you know, your leads, but through a very consistent messaging. Before COVID, we, we were doing these VIP briefings that we did at some unique venues with uh, which you actually attended, um, like the sellers of the Berry Brothers and the Victorian house. So that was more coming back to, you know, the thought leadership part of bringing insurance executives and influencers or prospects and customers together in uh, you know, some evening of food and wine. But then again, it's an excellent way to build this network because we were new in the market, we were unknown. So it really gives us the credibility that we needed as a newcomer to establish ourselves.
0: I, I and you've always done really quality events and material. I think that's one one of the important things in this area for anybody is, is making sure these kind of things are done. You 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 did, you've chosen some very good venues, uh you've got some very good guests that makes a big difference in this space because it is quite competitive. Also, I'm interested in this account-based marketing and presumably you're kind of looking at all different ways you can reach out to people, whether it's you know, through the live events, through what we do together, or things like the LinkedIn adverts or thought leadership. I mean, that you have different ways of engaging with individuals. And I assume different, you find different people want to engage with you in a different way and you just need to create that connection with your team and your sales team and then they can follow up. To, to build the relationship?
1: Absolutely. Podcast is a very new one for me. Um, the webinars we've done, you know, I've done that in my past life and at Novadea. And LinkedIn is also driving a lot, of, uh, a lot of the leads and interest and engagement. It's all built on what they call intent. You can start measuring people that are actually in the middle of a funnel, you know, where they're ready within that buying process and they, they're out there searching and you can catch them at that time and start nurturing them, you know, to to drive them through the decision-making process. And with LinkedIn or personalized targeted ads, you have a better chance of finding the right people. So, it, it, you know, this integrated marketing element is becoming more and more uh, significant within, you know, the, the, in this whole area of marketing which is so much offline online you know still based in the traditional outbound stuff, but a lot more of the inbound is showing the results that we need. I mean, we ran a campaign um in the u s within three weeks, and we didn't give much information. We had something like eighty leads, you know people wanted more, they wanted more information they want to know um there's definitely a hunger out there for new innovative solutions. people know that they need to change they know that they need to um, they need new technology um, they know that the technologies is out there and they don't always know where to get it so you know instead of the old spray and pray tactics just get something out there I really believe and I work very closely with the sales team to understand who our customers are you know what they're looking for what the message is and then we we produce our our deliverables based based on this.
0: Yeah, that that intent one is very interesting. I mean, some of the re- recent research has shown that when people actually contact a technology company, or it could be other solutions, they are looking for about sixty you percent know, of the cases, they they already know what they're looking for. So they got questions that need to get answered. And I, I think the challenge for an organisation like yourself is, even the best salesperson in the world is not going to convince someone to go and change their system just because they. Make a good sales pitch. You've got to you've got to find people when they're looking, and then encourage them to spend more more time with you. And as you say, you, know, you build up on that relationship. It's also interesting. That, I mean, how, on that point about identifying people that are looking, can you track through things like LinkedIn or or what? How else do you know if someone's actually out there actively looking to make a purchase? Yeah, other than obviously if you're actually talking to them directly and you find that way. But what you're saying, it sounds like other ways of identifying who might be in the market for new technology?
1: So there's incredible technology today. Um, some really impressive US companies that are doing, you know, that are doing part of what I suppose you can call the ABM tech stack. Um, you have a company that we were using called EverString. Um, it works really well in the US because you're actually able to identify your, your TAM, your total addressable market. And then within that, you've got all the contacts within each of these companies built according to, you know, your your ideal customer profile. So, you know, whoever you are, you may be a broker, you can build an ideal customer profile, you can set up your TAM, um, set up your campaigns, and then automatically using something like uh, we use HubSpot as a digital automating tool. Um, but there are others, and you know, together even with uh, Novadaya's platform, you can integrate very easily with these uh, these technology pieces through LinkedIn, through uh, uh, sales sales emails, um, through your email marketing. And what you do is you basically go out and you you find these people using LinkedIn or Google Ads using your search, um, your SEO. And that way you're finding people that are already in the process because it's measuring based on what they call topics. Um, you can see what they're searching for. And it, it's incredible. It's quite scary, actually. Very big brother stuff. But it works because, <laughs> as I said, we've got, you know, we've got many leads of people that it was a, it were quality leads. The sales team were not spending a lot of time having to sort through, you know, or the riffraff of saying, oh, that's not relevant, that's not relevant, because we found the people who were already in that process. As you say, they were 50% down, you know, the buying the buying decision process. They already kind of knew what they wanted based on what they call fit model, intent scores. It's, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, that is very interesting. EverString is a company you use. And it sounds like when you're talking there, is that something that also people, your clients – can you use as part of using Novadez? So if you're helping brokers find their own clients, do you advise them or do you have the technology that links into tools like EverString or or HubSpot to be able to help them get people when they're at their point of intent? Yes.
1: Yes, Uh, not EverString because uh, I think, first of all, the insurance industry is not there yet. We're integrating at the moment with, you know, a lot of the SMS, text messaging, e-payments, uh, chatbots. We have a customer that's using chatbots for all their renewals. You know, recently we saw they were sending out messages um, and uh, through the chatbot they got back, I think it was something like 55% of the renewals were done automatically. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just it, it, the, the world of insurance is going digital and it's automated. So, Novadea, you know, automates all the processes and... Uh, Your your front office to your back office and everything you know from A to Z, Um, but then again you can you can start using this ecosystem of of Salesforce and the apps very easily to integrate into the platform and be able to create you know pieces that you weren't able to do before. You you know you'd have to go to your vendor and ask them to add this in, or you want to integrate with this new tool that's out on the market and say yes we do that. And 18 months later, you know you may get your integration done so with us uh, uh, built on Salesforce on the cloud it gives us the ability to integrate very easily with uh, you, you know text messaging um, uh, e-payments digital signature it's, it's a new world out there.
0: And, and also with your clients certainly people like how companies like Hayden and Hyperion uh, part of the same group who have you know, grown Quite quickly over the last few years, you know they themselves are quite innovative. I imagine you quite a number of your clients both like working with you because they they 're thinking ahead looking for the new thing to do, but also yeah, they can explore some new ideas with you and test out some concepts and sort of move more quickly in terms of how they engage with or identify new clients and also just given the scale of the relationships you 've got, it sounds like you 're sort of linking up their own people across the world as well, so it 's less about you know, sort of individual Office by office or location by location, but you're looking at it much more integrated approach across the business.
1: Yes, absolutely, and I think that's that's one of our you know our our big advantages is that we are truly a global platform. I think the advantage there for for Novidea is very much that we are, you know, a truly global platform.
0: And that platform play as well. I mean, you're sort of platform on a platform and it's it's interesting. Some of this is visible. Some of it, you know, we see it, but it's less less directly visible yet. But there's most certainly a, a sort of race going on just now for technology companies, some that have been in insurance, some that have come outside of insurance and looking at coming into insurance who are clearly wanting to own a big area of that platform play. And yeah, Salesforce clearly has got a very large presence uh, across lots of different industries and have now started to, double down with financial force and some things they're doing in insurance. Leanne, you mentioned LinkedIn uh, and also just reaching out to people. I mean, LinkedIn seems to be dominant in many areas, but not at the same time, not every, particularly in the broker world, but also I think in technology world, not everybody wants to use LinkedIn. So what else do you see out there as the sort of main alternatives or, or similar ways where you've got communities engaging together that you can tap into?
1: It goes back to relationships. We started off, we go into a, we went into the UK, identify what those big events are, the Biebers, you know, you have your website, but it's all about the personal relationships and finding the right people, you know, the right people, the experts, as I said, to work with. I mean, you know, working with Instech London, recently we just started working with a, a new PR agency. They, they, Their focus is purely insurance. You know, a year ago, I didn't know they were around next gen comms met you, you referred me to them. So it just becomes the whole uh, all around connecting the dots, you know, so when you do that and people start talking and they start understanding who you are, it, it just makes it a whole lot easier. And I think that's, that's the big thing in, in the UK for me has just been understanding who the influences are, because you can do your social and your blogs you know, your LinkedIn, and it builds up slowly, it does. But for us up until now, the events were a big part of it. And I think even more so was uh, this network. For us, it's working really well is LinkedIn, blogs, not so much. And I think now actually, people um, are finding the time to, uh, to listen in on uh, podcasts. I think, again, it comes back to this whole integrated marketing of creating a path between all your marketing channels, that they all work together, you know, one feeds into the other. Not everyone's there yet, but uh, it doesn't all work. It's, it's, uh, there's, there is a lot of trial and error. But uh, people are, the mindset is changing for sure.
0: Liam, yeah, we've been delighted to have day supporting Insta London as one of our gold members. Be helpful just to sort of hear directly from you, what was the motivation for that and what have you found useful?
1: I think really it was the fact that I, when I was introduced to you and and Robin and Paolo, it was really this, uh, the passion and enthusiasm maybe that you shared with me and this vision of being instrumental in making a change in the industry. So I think you're coming at it from a place where most other organizations will do more of the same you've created a brand, for me anyway, that, you know, it works, the company, the communities that you've grown, and you've got this really loyal following with an extremely impressive network of people, I think they'd look to you for a fresh aspect on what can be done and what should be done, so, you know, you're really bringing together mature and new insure techs, uh, the technology side, innovation leaders across the market like Google and other influencers, so, you really are driving all these connections. So for me, you know, it was, uh, it was a no-brainer to align myself with you. And I think also coming fresh out of Air tech where things were cool and sexy, you and I quickly found a common or like-minded belief that insurance may be boring, but it can actually be fun. And I think you guys are doing a great job. You know, you, I work with you as a partner. I see Instech London as a partner you know, where you're bringing a lot of value to Novadea, to the ecosystem and the industry, far more than what I see as kind of a contractual relationship. I I feel like you're part of the team. That's really where I was happy to piggyback and uh, join the Instech London community as, uh, as a champion, really.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for your support. And uh, I've also enjoyed learning from you. I don't think you've managed to um, bring the piercings and, and colored hair to insurance that you saw in ad tech, but maybe that's part of the next measure of success. If, if you can either attract the people from other communities to come into insurance, you've already got the piercings and the colored hair, or you can <laughs> shake up an insurance. <laughs>
1: but uh, i think I'm trying i'm trying i have to do it step by step right i can't just just do it overnight otherwise uh, i think i'll uh, i'll overstep the mark somehow
0: <laughs> we'll see how we get on fantastic and then what else should we be looking out for that's happening with novadea we've we've got a a live chat event that we're doing with you coming up soon so really looking forward to that and that'll be available for people to sign up through Bright Talk or, or download afterwards. We're getting some really good you're talking about different channels actually, that we're getting some really good uh people coming into that from a whole different area than our traditional network plus a lot of people from insurance. Um but also you've got you've got a video series coming up as well, don't you, in the next uh next few months
1: we did a, a video series on uh, a very much thought leadership again but i think there's some there's some great material in there for for brokers um all around the Lloyd's blueprint one we've got a great case study that we've just uh, put into production that's going to be a good one where we saw some of the uh, results quantitative results um going producing policies from you know, an hour to 15 seconds and cutting reporting down from two weeks to 30 minutes. Um, Yeah. And we just, I'm just trying to keep all the time thinking, you know, what more can we do? Got lots of ideas, not enough time in the day to do them all, but uh, you know, we'll keep going. And uh, at some point we'll get to meet each other again, eye to eye.
0: Leanne, it's been, been tremendous. And, and just on that last point, congratulations with the case studies because those are always so useful. I know how difficult they are to get done
1: uh-huh. with <laughs> all the approvals. But nothing. You've got to grab onto them as they come and get the approvals, and it's like, okay, I can do this. So, yeah, good job. Yeah, yeah,
0: nothing quite like those for making it real. Good. Well, listen, I'll, I'll let you get back on with all the things you've got going on. And uh, as you say, look forward to seeing you face to face at some point in the not so distant future. Many thanks.
1: I appreciate it, Matthew. Thank you so much.
0: I do recommend taking a look at the Novadair website. And of course, we are very grateful to them as gold sponsors of Instec London. Without that kind of support, it'd be very hard to bring you our weekly interviews. We'll put links to the companies mentioned in the episode notes. And for a written summary of our discussion to remind you of the key topics or to share with others, plus access to all our other great content and what we're up to, then head over to www.instec.london.